0: We've got the remedy ladies and gentlemen Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show Sponsored by Bet365 England take on the Czech Republic at Wembley Wales young guns are up against Slovakia And Northern Ireland's uphill task starts with Estonia! passionate about that Northern Ireland versus Estonia case <laughs> oh, the big one yeah. squeeze that
1: in there oh the international break is finally here
0: it does yes. feel like it's
2: been away forever doesn't
1: it we've been football. hiding in the shed and <laughs> missed, is it Mr McGregor from uh, Peter Rabbit Get that farmer do. McGregor. Yep. Who, he's coming up the garden path, and he's going to kick us out the shed. Is it? What are you talking about? <laughs> <Peter> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I this zo- is Tiggie Winkle, I, Peter Rabbit. Well We're I going evolved. back to Hartlepool. It's the late eighties.
0: I, I did
3: something that you should never do while on or indeed listening to a show featuring Pete Donson. you got well, your old chap. In. I zoned oh, out for about with three you. seconds, yeah. <laughs> and, and I come back, and all of a sudden it was Mrs. Tiggie Winkle in a shed <laughs> on the bottom of the garden. Um, I, well, you have been led up the garden path. I while have. Before, you know. so, to answer Jim's question, I think it's since
0: November. Mm. That International which is ages it's been a while it's been a while and it's so welcome to have people international week boring switch off well tell you something
3: that's what it's all about the tell first you ever, something the first ever international game was between England and Scotland we've got a proud tradition in this country for international football we're probably going to win the Nations League in the summer so mm-hmm. strap yourselves in and start embracing it because yeah. 90% of football fans support a team who will never win anything yeah exactly, exactly. so get behind the champions and yeah. If you, and, yeah and if you're not if you listen to this you're not English up yours <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I don't, May. Mean, I don't mean that. I don't mean <laughs> that.
0: England means England, hmm. uh, or does it anymore? Who knows? But let's start with the European Championship qualifying because there are ten qualifying groups. Of course, the top two from each group go through automatically. I wanted to play countries. Of course, like England and Scotland are guaranteed a playoff spot. And if you want to understand the playoffs, then, then read out for that yourselves. But it is linked to the UEFA Nations League. So if you finish third, that's yeah. not uh, the, 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 you're not going to get a playoff spot. Mm. Uh, yeah traditionally as you, as
3: you would have done before yeah
0: it's a little bit convoluted so we'll just crack on <laughs> uh, with with England versus Czech Republic England of course in a group with Bulgaria Czech Republic Montenegro and Kosovo now because England are one of the four teams still left in the UEFA Nations League they are in a group with five teams Yeah, that is so England can play the Netherlands
3: in northern Portugal so, listen it pays to win just win games <laughs> win games you can't go wrong momentum yeah mm.
0: when, when the Dutch beat us mogmentum it's going to be gutting mm. when be the gutty. Dutch beat us yeah <laughs> but Gareth's Gang are back in action at Wembley and then off to Podgorica to play Montenegro. Can um, I
3: just maybe suggest Gareth Gubbers? Well, we'll wait. <laughs> let's wait and see. Gubber never on their part. This ain't a qualification campaign. This is a UK tour. Yeah. This is a European tour. Yeah.
2: Oh, my goodness, yeah. Get Tony Gubber in charge. <laughs> yeah. This is the first leg of, of the, the victory lap, effectively, isn't it? Tony
3: Gubber. God rest him, eh? Yeah. yeah. God
2: rest him. Oh, nice to have a, a mention of his name from yeah, me. absolutely. Yeah, damn right.
0: What a man. Um, yes, so the, the England squad uh, has had a few little changes because of uh, certain people being out injured. Callum hudson doy. Promoted from the under 21s to the senior squad, he hasn't made a Premier League start. Only featured in a handful of cup games for Chelsea. He was a part of that England under seventeen side that won the under 17s World Cup. So he's got pedigree, mm. Mm. and he will that winning mentality serve him well in that Gareth Southgate England senior uh, I side. I think
2: so because uh, genuinely, you might be a little bit cynical about this. Otherwise, had Southgate not had that history of sort of you know mm-hmm. wanting to sort of join up the youth setup with with the senior team a lot more, because you know he hasn't played a lot of football. We hear he's great, and we've seen flashes of what he can do, and he does look very. Promising, and a thirty-five
0: million pound bid from
3: Bayern.
2: Quite, yeah. It could, have
3: been, it could have been a, 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 a Theo Walcott World Cup two thousand ten situation. Yes. But we've moved on from that kind of stuff now. Quite,
0: yeah. It's like there's more joined up
3: thinking. Yeah, maybe. I don't
0: know. Let's not. Yeah. But, but Southgate does like to. The people say he likes to run it almost like a club side. Mm. You know, is is Southgate England's Sholshire or a Sholshire Manchester Uniteds? Southgate, you know, it's, it, it's,
2: it's there, isn't it? The mind boggles.
0: Indeed, <laughs> it does. Yeah. So, so England. Uh, um, I mean, what do, what do we fancy for the starting eleven? I mean, there's, there'll be some of the usual suspects. I mean, Tom Heaton said he's enjoying his rivalry
1: with Jordan Pickford for the number one jersey. Is he talking up his chances there? I <laughs> think he By is. saying that, I think yeah. he's. I mean, I'm he joined this rivalry. Is it a rivalry? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that Pickford's got the gloves. Mark, yeah. distribution,
0: yeah.
3: Marcus you're in charge of his campaign. You? What's what's, what's, <laughs> what's mood like in the camp?
1: Yeah. Uh, well,
0: we are, are, are quite reticent to uh, go for that uh, sort of second. For, I mean yeah. uh, that uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the second place choice. Um but, but you, I think Tom Heaton's played very
2: well recently but Pickford's yeah. the number 1. But I feel though yeah. as we've seen of late it's possible to get into Jordan Pickford's head. Yes. So I think Tom Heaton should yeah. probably just be pranking him like all over the all yeah. over the training ground and
0: Yeah, if a lot of if a lot of Czech Republic fans are Newcastle fans which they might be, you know, mm. um the late great Pavel Cernicek, you know, being a, a link there. They yeah. could get in Pickford's head, couldn't they? Mm. Yes, they could. And that and that might be disastrous. Pickford is the, the number one for England. Let's not be silly. Because uh, yes, he, he fits is. into the system well. He does have uh, the odd uh, mistake in him, lest we forget. Uh, but he can rugby tackle his way out of trouble. <laughs>
3: his, distribution is, uh, his
1: distribution is why we love yeah. John Pickford in English. Really.
2: And, and it is a right. big part of how England play as, well, as well. Th- well.
3: Also, also sorry, marks but, the, but the, we're, in a, we're in a situation <laughs> where... we're in a bit of a transient situation with with the goalkeepers, right? Because the three goalkeepers that came with us to the the World Cup were, of course, Pickford, Butland and Pope. Mm -hmm. And Pope's now got a very serious injury. That's right. He's not being considered. And Butland's now playing in the championship. I know he's Mm -hmm. in the squad. He is. But those two reasons alone mean that Pickford is head and shoulders above Mm -hmm. everyone else because Mm -hmm. Southgate isn't going to go, right, now Tom Heaton's back. I'm going to give him the jersey because he's playing well. He's going to say, and we know this is his style of management, and you could apply it to perhaps the selection of Kieran Trippier over Aaron Wan-Bissaka, and you could apply it to um, maybe one or two others as well. The same way he treated Jake Livermore, for example, mm-hmm. when, when he said, you know, I want to be loyal to him for these reasons. Pickford's got the jersey. He's not going to lose it. Yep. The only way Pickford's going to lose the jersey is if he, if he goes through a sustained period of bad performances, crucially, in an England shirt. Yeah, other I mean, than that he's going to be picked it's, I, it's as simple as that the, the folly of, of
1: move, rotating your goalkeepers even for an FA Cup or League Cup run I think is, yeah. is a little bit f- foolish because if you're going to have the same defenders in front of you I mean obviously we don't have the luxury of that this time because obviously there, there are a few um, uh, notable absences but like if you look backwards and you see a, diff- a different goalkeeper playing in a slightly different way yeah, I, I, I don't buy that it gives you anything extra to rotate keepers do,
3: who's going to get, rave well, uh, gonna uh, get rave the rave, the rave on who's going to get the rave
0: on do you think though that 33 year old Tom Heaton who's played the majority of his career recently at Burnley. Do you think distribution? (laughs) Passing. (laughs) Playing out with your feet. Do you think that's going to be the order of the day I think
3: he's a lovely handsome lad. Definitely. He loves his mum. Absolutely. And he deserves a shot. (laughs) On 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 personality he'd be in there for me. To expound the Kieran Trippier point Trippier by his own standards had an awful season. Well, He said this recently
0: didn't he? in In the press in the the, the interviews before the game, he said that you know I've not been particularly good this season.
3: Yeah, but Southgate will say, "What message would it send out?" Yes, if a guy I've relied upon and he's been one of our best performers in a major tournament, scored in the semi-final and all that, but he was excellent. His mm-hmm. is distrib- his, mm-hmm. um, his, his um, passing range, all the rest of it, his delivery is fantastic. He's a guy that Southgate feels like he can rely on. Mm-hmm. And what message would it send out to to a group? Of players, where Southgate, beyond anything else, has tried to manufacture this team spirit and develop this team spirit. If he says, you know, effectively, enjoy yourselves. But by the way, if you have a couple of bad performances, mm. you're out. Mm. He, he's he's going to be loyal, and he did it with Jake Livermore. Jake Livermore, he said, Jake really helped us out when we needed a midfield player. So I understand that he's not played. To a really high standard recently for his club side, but we're not going to jettison him because we we want to show him loyalty. The loyalty showed us. Didn't Jake Livermore go to the camp when he had a, a really serious family issue or something like that, and really pulled something out the mm. fire to help help the squad? And, and Southgate's rewarding that kind of loyalty, and that's why we see um, someone like Trippier being being in there still. And you know, that's too.
2: why you see players raising their game to get back into the squad mm-hmm. as well, because that, as we said, you know, during the World Cup. Clearly, players want to be a part of this, and you know it felt for a long time that like players weren't that fussed about playing for England. Yeah. That, that's a really sad state of affairs when Definitely. your national team has got to that point. But now it's everyone wants to be part of this gang. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and you know what
0: players can do as well. And I understand that you can't. Pick players who are having an absolutely awful time, but yeah. it's a, it's a very fine balance. You used to, uh, yeah, indeed. Mm, yeah. Um, it, it's a very fine balance for a national team manager. Somebody say like an England manager who who has a few more options than maybe one or two other sides, because you can't be too fickle, because players won't like that, and it's perhaps not a good idea. You need a bit of continuity in the squad. But at the same time, you need to give people chances on merit, and I think Southgate is actually balancing balancing that quite well. Now, Wan Bissaka is the biggest omission, really. We think. Uh, but yeah. he's had a word, and I think it's AD Boothroyd who is in charge of the under twenty ones. Yeah. He, I think, he's clearly had a word with Basaka and said, "Look, I want you in the under twenty ones for now. You'll get your chance." Mm. And and I think again, that's managing the situation pretty well. I mean, James Orr-Prowse is in there; uh, he played very well of late, um, and Declan Rice is in there as well. well um, it's Jaden it's-
1: Sancho, yeah, we've already mm. mentioned well, well, that South Southca can stand by his record of playing young players.
3: You know, yeah. he yeah. ain't going for the old kind of thirty-year-old. No, uh, and, and the one Basaka point is just that I feel that they've got cover in that position for the games they've got coming up. I think they should have enough about them to beat Czech Republic and, 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 and bet 365 feel the same by the way. The England are 3-10 to 10 to beat the Czech Republic with bet 365, 10-pound returns, 13-pound including stake. But also, I think there's a feeling that if you call a guy up from the under-21s and stick him in the squad and he's playing in the Premier League, it's very difficult politically to then go, right, see you later back. you go back to nine twenty one. So Aidy Boothroy will know that Mm -hmm. once he's gone, he's gone. Mm. And and Southgate, again, as Pete's mentioned, is keen on young players, keen on development. So he thinks that's the best place for him. And I haven't haven't got a problem with that.
0: Yeah. Well, and also, dangle the carrot in front of them.
3: Are we going to so, see? Are we going to see? One Bissaka, give it <laughs> to me. You'll get your chance. Are we going to see Harry Maguire on the back of a unicorn, um, <laughs> pool inflatable, in any of these games? Mm. I would think
2: probably not. Apparently, Matej Vidra has said that they, they plan to target Harry Maguire. They're targeting him as the weak link. And he uh, said. Phil Jones is gone now, aren't well, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Gareth Gurners. Um <laughs> but God yeah it's, it's interesting. that's a side project he, yeah his, his, his side Burnley played Leicester recently and um, Gurnley they said that Gurnley <laughs> quite and they said that, that was his. Uh, their plan was to target Maguire and he got sent off in the first that's five four minutes yeah, so yeah. It's like it,
0: they might yeah. be under something yeah okay well mind how you go Hazza um, uh, uh, Maguire and Keane of the centre-back partners that's rumoured to be. You would think that as well if you look at the like defenders. Cops. I don't <laughs> like that.
3: <laughs> They've moved to a 4-3-3 there, right? So they have. In, in, when they They're Croatia, away from the 3-5-2. In the, yeah, in the Nations League. Well, In the World Cup, we saw them play the three with the one in front and then the other guys around. Mm-hmm. And um, against Croatia, and, and we had a successful Nations League campaign so far. We played 4-3-3 mm-hmm. and famously avenged that mm. defeat in the World Cup, and now you know we're 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 one up there now. The, the, <laughs> very, we, we won the big one. Very much so, yeah. And so, we, but we've moved to a four-three-three. <clears> so I guess that because, interestingly enough, the game, the team against Croatia was Pickford. Walker, Gomez, Stones, and Chilwell. Well, Gomez and
0: Stones are clearly the best centre-back partnership you do, you think England have at the moment, but both are out injured. Gomez, yes. especially, has, you know, yeah. has been a long, long time. Uh, he's been a long time injured. Uh, yeah. Whereas uh, at the moment, it's Maguire and Keane would be the ones. Tarkovsky is also uh, another centre-half in there. So Keane and Maguire, certainly Maguire have got the most experience. You would you would you would think it would be Eric Dyer time. can drop in there. Don't
3: forget, Look, probably well, not in a four. Though. Even Declan Rice. Yeah, yeah I suggest. wonder if Declan Deckey, Rice might Deckey. get his debut. Irish Young Player of the Year. Yeah, quite. So <laughs> don't get, you don't win that sort of accolade. Hey,
2: like. well, if you. So he got promoted, is that? I right? was about to say, Jim, I think that's how it works.
0: Yeah. So, so almost, that's yeah. what Irish people say, anyway, I believe. So, Some, yeah,
3: right. So <laughs> was telling me, just, of
0: course. Someone was oh, telling me last week that, that, me.
3: that um, Declan Rice young player, of the year, Irish young player of the Year Award. I don't know if this is true, but I heard that, you know, John Delaney, the famous John Delaney, mm, yes. he just decided to give him that award. There wasn't like an award ceremony, right? Oh, my no, God. It was, never, it just, it was like it a, like like a Mourinho-Scott McTominay yeah, thing. Yeah, jo- it was a bit of a no. joke, wasn't it? Right. It's a joke! It's a joke! It was just a joke! John and, then
0: Delaney. He, and then
1: he crowd-surfed out of the room. <laughs> if you'll allow me... <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did that. It was in a bar in uh, France. Oh, there oh, in Ukraine. Sure he, oh, Ukraine. I'm sure he does it every competition. Just, you know.
3: Euro 2012, the, he, the president of the FAI seen being marched out of a Ukrainian bar on the shoulders of Irish fans with one shoe on. That's what happened. Yeah. If, yeah. if I see someone in football... Note that to I, lawyers, that check
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a It's like he's doing a job interview for a spot at FIFA though, that, isn't it?
1: I just always think <laughs> yeah. that, like, if I see, if I see a man I reckon I could get uh, uh, a meeting with, y- you shouldn't be in charge. Mean. Know, I look at him, I go, I could probably get a meeting with mm-hmm. you, I reckon. Where's that I, come from? No, I know it's, it's a summer project. <laughs> it's if Pete I, I, I
0: could get the upper hand in a meeting, that I would definitely get with you. It's not what you want. It's not what you want. Do
2: you think Declan Rice
0: might... He probably won't start. I mean, Henderson is uh, almost like Southgate's leader on the pitch at times. Yeah. So Kane up front and then Henderson's very important. Henderson's had a slight injury, but you would think with these qualifiers now that, that Henderson or Dyer would probably play in that
2: position in, in the midfield. I wonder if it would be Rice and one of those others though because there's a lot of talk of Rice being able to slot back and this, I, I just base that on there being a lot of excitement around him and obviously True. it's been a particularly difficult thing for him to come into England given the, you know, the, the, the background there so Southgate might want to sort of get him to hit the ground running immediately and also because of the Nations League you've got fewer friendlies so mm-hmm. you, you maybe have to be a little bolder with Would anyone else think it would be
3: hilarious if Gareth Southgate just never gave him a cap? up <laughs> in <laughs> <Cold laughs> every squad never played. Yeah,
2: and he can never go
0: back to Ireland. <laughs> no, you know? yeah. oh, it turns out that uh, they don't want me. So, <laughs>
3: So, will, you go,
0: will you guys have me back? Yeah. It's unlikely. It's very unlikely uh, indeed. Harry Kane assured the media this week that the club rivalries will be put to one side for the England team. That's a relief. That it feels really like that's already
3: right. happened, but I guess because yeah. of Liverpool with Man City, right? Is that yeah, what you yeah. That's, I
0: think yeah. that's what they were. It
3: certainly doesn't mean with Spurs in the, in the Premier League right? Yeah. Who are your rivalries with, Harry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 we want to call our tube
1: station Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: that, that's not a rival.
1: Like Arsenal's. Arsenal's got a tube station. Why can't we have one? Indeed, yeah. Pete's
3: in such a fruity mood to those. Has mm. anyone noticed? I like Fruity
1: moves. Well just a bit tired. It's, it's <laughs> well I get. Oh, you're tired? Yeah. Oh, Why are you tired? Aww. Peter? Because he's got to Peter. do the um he's just, he's, he's, you've been buzzing. You can't man, man. sleep because it's so much fruit. I'm genuinely excited about the, the, the this round of fiction yes! because our teams are the yes, England, go on, England Donny. team. The England team is going to be a, a completely different team to what we experienced in would the you, world. You, who Corps, would you fancy it? then, Peter? Either side of
0: Kane. The two wingers. What are we looking at? Do you think
1: James?
3: That made it on my Spotify most played because of the World Cup. <laughs> <Did actually>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous. Absolutely he's going to play. Presumably he's going to play Raheem Sterling, sure. Sterling and mm. Rashing. Rashi. So. Well, Rashford's just uh, injury. Got a knock, i yeah.
2: wonder mm. if it will be Sancho getting the nod. Yeah, I think he. Yes, know, like that. Night. It's Isn't a bald, great. To have it's exciting. It's progressive. Yeah. Do you know what though? English European. Yeah.
0: Very in vogue. <laughs> yeah. uh, England, really. If you if you if you talk about more traditional strikers, it's really Kane and Wilson. I know Rashford can play. Yeah. Centre, so they've got options.
3: Wilson's your backup to Kane. Yes, that's that's Wilson's not going to play. But now with Vardy not in there, you Unless think? Comes do you late. know what?
0: If Kane, there was an injury to Kane, England do look a little bit short. I know Wilson's, he, he's, he's a decent player, but he's, he's a, it's a big drop off from Kane. It's like the Spurs situation all over again. It's like the Spurs, but he's, he's he's
3: clearly he's clearly going to play. I think Jim's actually right thinking about. it, He's going to play. Sancho I expect with Sterling, and mm. they're exciting players. I mean, Sterling's contribution in terms of goals and assists this season is amazing. Mm. I know he's had a difficult slightly different Tom of it for England but he stretches teams mm. and he can make spaces open for other, for other players who can come in and contribute so I, 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 look, I know this is going to make me sound a hugely arrogant England fan to all those listening who aren't English whatever combination of players they pick given the recent history of the England team and the strength of the Premier League they should have enough about them to beat these two teams that's yeah. not
0: arrogant that's not arrogant
3: just better <laughs> <laughs> they should. They should have the best, the com- whichever combination they pick. Yeah. Aside from the fact that you're know, playing Ben Shield up front sure. and Harry Kane in goal, with although he yeah. has played in goal, Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not let, very well, though. He let one in, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's no Vinnie Jones, was he? <laughs> um, we, we, should have, we should have enough about us to, to, to win these two games and get off to a good start.
1: And with the caveat like. that we did have a very, very strong showing in uh, a, a major competition and people will be showing up shop against us. And it's got, the, the test of our metal will be breaking teams that just. Well, that,
0: and that's a fair point. And actually, if England do play with. with Pace up front on the wings, which you, we expect they would. If you're an opposition team, you'd say, right, well, well let's play a deep line. Mm. Let's not give them the space. And yes. England may struggle there. Yeah. England yes. have, have struggled. Yeah, England have struggled. Teams to, do. exactly. England have struggled to break teams down. And um, I, there's little evidence. Actually, it's the one area because if you think about the World Cup, it was it was all about set pieces, and that's fine. That, that's a legitimate way to score <laughs> goals. Okay, so Illegal. that's not it's not knocking it, but it wasn't uh, ever too much evidence of England perhaps breaking sides down. In the UEFA Nations League, they're playing Spain, who are a better side than England. England played on the counter against Croatia. Croatia, for some reason, played a very high line in the first half and England should have been at least a goal or two up. And England managed to just about get over the line and and win the game. So it will be interesting, this one. And, and, And this is where England have come up short, but they've passed so many tests under Southgate, you would think, right... Chaps, go out there and, and and if Croatia are playing a deep uh, Croatia, Czech Republic are playing a deep line, which we expect. Let's see you can, break um, them down
3: quickly. Can I just check? Because against Croatia, we came back from one and down to win three right, one. Yeah. And it, did we do the same against Spain? Did we come back from two one down, win three two. No, no, no. It's Spain. England were three 0 up. Oh, that's right. Okay, mm. yeah. Because I, I was, I was, just was the greatest half of football England <laughs> ever. Yeah, finished. that's right. Sorry, yeah, I forgot. <clears throat> the the the, um, the situation for England is going to be, I think, is now we're going to see a whole load of it, fans who have fallen out of love with international football, as we've joked about time and time again on this show, and have got much more into club football, because of what happened last summer, there's going to be a whole new swathe of them who are going to come in and watch England, Mm. okay? And what that's going to do is, on the back of that, on the back of a good showing at a a major tournament, there's going to be expectation again. And if we're not careful, it'll be a whole cyclical thing. Part of the reason that England were so well-loved in the summer, and there's other sort of social-political reasons, but it's because the expectation was so low... I think even you know a good couple of games would have been like oh brilliant it's been great. Yeah. Now we're going through this next phase because everything in football is cyclical. Where people are now going to expect, and that's a different challenge for a team who's made up of predominantly of young people, and they're going to expect with the exciting players we've got for England to go out there and as Pete says break teams down and do it in a pretty um, in a pretty efficient and, and and spectacular looking fashion. So we might see. Um, England win these two games sort of late on. They they stretch teams mm. and they and they make them tired and they and they use their strength and use their pace out wide to, to do that. Um, if they don't, and we have two two difficult. Um, too difficult results. It's going to be the first real challenge of Southgate's regime, and, and, right. and, and he's going to be expected to do other things. And it's worth remembering that France are the huge favourites for Euro twenty twenty. with bet three six five. They're four to one, as you probably expect. Uh, they're ten pound on on them. Returns fifty pound, including stake. Yeah.
0: No odds for France
3: in the UEFA Nations League though. No. Can't find them up. Because I, I couldn't find them. Yeah. No, not there are they? <laughs> not
0: there. But uh enough of that nonsense. Let's have some emails with PTD.
2: Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Not the bees! Ah!
1: Bad male. Bad Beats. Hello, Joe. Hi, guys. I'm from Weymouth. Dickie. Uh, is it Dickie Borthwick? Dickie Borthwick. Yeah. I'm with. Um, Dickie's hometown and I play football against the veterans team that Dicky played for a couple of times. And if my memory sounds correctly, he played on the left wing back then. Anyway. He's a left lo- wing back? He's a he's no, Left a,
3: wing back then. Uh, oh, I uh, see he's, uh, he's a
1: <laughs> ma- Still. It's still. Um, it's still somewhat, impressive. Uh, impressive. Uh, <laughs> impressive. Uh, anyway, uh, so he's, uh, he's a minor celebrity and he added to his stardom more recently with an appearance on Judge Rinder. All right. Are all you right familiar well. with Judge Rinder? I am, yeah. Um, I should be able to play vets football. Yeah, well, he was trying to sue a local head teacher who used to run the veterans team that Dickie played for after the head teacher had to disband it. Dickie was trying to sue for loss of enjoyment.
3: Oh. <laughs> he just loves the game. I mean, that yeah. is quite litigious, but he yeah. enjoys yeah. the game. If any, if,
1: anybody, if any listeners are thinking about suing us for loss of enjoyment, yeah. <laughs> we haven't got, got any money. yourselves. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, Dickie <laughs> lost. Judge Rinder told him to go and play for a veterans team in ne- neighbouring uh, Dorchester, but Dickie didn't want to catch the ball up there so thank you he was was on TV was he yeah he was on TV on Dredrinda Dickie Balfik on the telly Mm. not the way we wanted to see
0: him on TV we wanted to see him Mm. in the shorts and and socks (laughs) maybe he was in the
3: shorts and
1: socks that would have been good Mm. Uh, Michael says uh, hello Ramblers I'd briefly like to direct your attention to a league uh, rarely mentioned by us English Bunch the Welsh Premier League currently sitting pretty on top of this league is a team called Connors Key uh, Key Nomads, uh, which I think is a fantastic name that I garbled there apologies uh, to uh, Michael Um, not only this but they have never finished in the top three of the Welsh Premier League before it would be great to see the team who in 2011 were involved in a strange situation when they won the division below but weren't promoted because they didn't have a domestic licence. Mm. They went on to win the division for a second time and have been on the up since. In case you're wondering of the situation of the Welsh League, the uh, new Saints are very much the PSG slash Celtic of the league. Oh. Uh, so there
3: we do go. You remember, do you remember, I always remember on Soccer Saturday with, with obviously the great Jeff Stelling. who uh, they used to be, the new Saints, mm. I might be getting this wrong, I think they either used to be called Total Network Solutions. Right. Or there was a separate, there's certainly a team in Wales anyway called Total Network Solutions. And when their goals came through on Soccer Saturday, uh, Jeff Stelling always used to say, they'll be dancing on the streets of Total Total (laughs) Network (laughs) Solutions tonight.
1: (laughs) Airbus UK, I think, were another side of it. Were they? That I rings think, a bell, yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah. Um, stay fresh. squad freshness, says Michael. Thank you for that, Michael. A bit of um, freshness up squad in
3: here. I'll tell you what, we don't hear much from Paul Television Speaker these days, Pete. We haven't no. no, heard <laughs> No, we're trying to try get an email from him if we
1: can. He's doing
2: his retirement. <laughs> the I PTV.
1: Uh, hello to uh, Tim from Boston. Hey, Ramblers. Enjoy the Sean Monday. Thanks. So that you automatically get read out of um, next time. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I was so spendvious of uh, <laughs> here we here we go inspired <laughs> Spend, Goran Eriksson that I spent some time, spend some time, missed opportunity. I'm yeah. not even reading the rest of that out. Oh, missed opportunity there. Uh, <laughs> spent some time coming up with a list of spend, 11 transfer targets to bring in around Captain Nicholas Spentner. in uh, Spendy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Philip Spenderos. Well, Guys,
3: could because Spendietta's got to be in there.
1: Well... Uh, he isn't, but there is another email that who oh, went okay. for that particular one. Um, Philip Spenderos, uh, Nicholas uh, Spendi, uh Victor Spendeloff, uh, John <laughs> Spenderson. There are a lot of spend yeah. opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. We, can,
2: we can think of any off the top I'm, of I'm right. jealous of the spend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: SpendGolokante, uh, <laughs> Yashuhito Spendo, uh, Nabil Spendaleb, um Spend Spender. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Spend Spender's <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. And his brother Lars Spender, <laughs> Spender
1: Bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yossi Spendayun and Jan Spendagor of Hesselink nice and email. if we can't pull enough cash to cook, cook, uh, spend into the job may I humbly suggest uh, Spend and Rogers? Yeah. No, I, that'll
3: yeah. do yeah, yeah, okay. Thank you very I think much. at this stage I'd rather have Spendy than have yeah. s- Spend Ma- Matthew uh,
1: Ria <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Ria did uh, put in a few uh, but they're all kind of deliv- uh, de- derivatives of uh, the idea of spending money so Matty Cash Bass Cost and stuff like That's that. Going, That's quite yeah. yeah. good. That's got yeah. good yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Shkodran, uh
0: Mustafi.
3: I Aww. think. I think for all your Palm Elevens these days, um, you need to go to the BBC, don't you? They do a lot. of them. They do a lot. They of do of the them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. yeah. I think. I think what happened was like an AP was listening to. The ramble back in like 2012. Is that I mean, right? It could, yeah, have been that the that could have been the director general. You never know. Yeah, That's exactly, right. Pro- yeah.
1: Doesn't have to be yeah. an assistant producer. Are you, are you listening, you got... DG? <laughs> DG? Yeah. DG. <laughs> DG. I was
3: at West Ham on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. Looking Did very I was, sexy. I'm very jealous of their spend. That's why you see it for myself. Did, Did you, you spend you... any money yourself? I couldn't. Could you see the pitch
1: from the dugout? So far
3: away. It was quite a walk. Was there bubbles in your eyes? Yeah. I had to set up camp between the technical technicals.
0: You go. Give us some bubbles, mate. Every five minutes, there's a little shuttle bus that goes around. Yeah. There we are. All right, then. Lovely. It's time for a break.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, I would have had a, a piece of music there, but I was swearing at, uh, at
3: Luke. And he told me that you know more about Barcelona than, than me. Marcelo- welcome back, welcome
0: back, everybody. Now then, Wales are in Group E with Croatia, Slovakia, Hungary, and Azerbaijan. Wales beat Trinidad and Tobago 1 0 last night. Ben Woodburn scored a 91st minute winner. They're a off salve. and running.
1: A salve.
2: Off and running. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, it was
2: laboured, wasn't it?
0: It was. <laughs> it was a,
2: it's, a, <laughs> it's an odd one, isn't
0: it? Normally, uh, if you have a friendly match, the, the, the tradition is to play a team from a similar region in the world mm. to the team you're about to play against. Teams do it all the time. Sometimes it makes sense. Mm. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Uh, but playing a, a friendly against Trinidad and
2: Tobago, I was surprised at that. Yeah, well, I watched Brazilian highlights of it, which confused me even further. Well, they love it down there. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. And and what was even more amazing, um, Ryan Giggs was
0: in attendance uh, for the friendly match. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, That's the joke
3: that will never end, yeah. <laughs> and, and
0: rightly so, as yeah. well. Yeah. Was Rodri there? We don't know. Um, uh, but uh, but yes, I mean, Giggs actually has been uh, a little bit criticised uh, himself. Um, and he said he, the, the, the qualifying campaign will define his time as Wales manager. In nine games so far, they've lost 5-1-3. And, and Giggs's other... Commitments have been questioned. He's an ambassador for the Champions League and is involved in a football academy in Vietnam among other things. So
3: spends his time around the world. Mm. And people are a bit like mm. I, I think I think it's I think it's valid. And I'm a huge Klinsmann. huge mm. admirer of uh, of Ryan Giggs and what he's achieved in his career, as we I'm sure we all are. Um but Wales have got a bit of an opportunity here. I know they had a, they do. a decent Euro 2016 and that was followed up by a bit of disappointment around 2018 but they've got so many good young players. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't profess to be an expert on Welsh football, but they've got more good young players than I can ever remember. I mean, mm. like, they've got, and, and not only with that, they've got it sort of smattered with a good amount of experience as well. Mm-hmm. Players they've like Aaron Ar- Ramsey, Joe Allen and, and Bale, of course. And, but some of those players, David Brooks, Harry Wilson, Ben Woodburn, Tyler Roberts. Um, there's, there's, Daniel
2: there's a, James looks impressive. Daniel James well. with his pace. You know, mm. Paul
3: Dummett. <laughs> you know? no. But genuinely, they've got a good. Comment. Daniel James is a great, another great example. A lot of them, yeah, obviously doing 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 good things at, at Swansea. So, what they need really is a manager who's going to get. Rabbi, Rabbi Matondo, by the way, is at Shamper yes. as well. There's there's They need something essentially what we've talked about in the first half of the show with Southgate, who's so into it. He's so into yeah. developing young players, so into building the team spirit, getting it going in a way that Chris Coleman did. Now, have you mm. watched the Sunderland Till I Die documentary? To my great surprise, I don't know the man, but Chris Coleman came across amazingly. He came mm. across as such a, a brilliant sort of man manager around you know around the camp and everyone loved him there. And you can see how he managed to manufacture that team spirit at Wales. They need someone like that to do that yeah. now. It's so and, crucial and at international level. Yeah, I'm not criticising Giggs because he's new to the job and he's an inexperienced coach, but he's gotta set he's gotta put himself in there and he's gotta really immerse himself in it because those players deserve it. Absolutely
0: mm. right. Yeah, and With gigs, he often comes across quite quiet and conservative in press conferences. And that's fine. It doesn't necessarily mean that that uh, can't translate to the dressing room if he talks a good game and whatnot. But he will be um, defined by this qualifying campaign, I think. Of course. And we will see after Wales, you know, they were a bit unlucky... Uh, or oh, they finished third didn't they I think in their qualification group for the World Cup and expectations were, were high mm-hmm. uh, you know in the context of mm-hmm. Wales after that Euro 2016 campaign so it would be interesting and it, and it is a group that is doable because it's the top two yeah. that go through and you you know, Croatia, Wales, Slovakia Hungary and Azerbaijan Wales are for me the second best side I, yeah. I would put them above Slovakia I think Croatia would be the best side but you don't need to be the best side you finish no.
2: second and you're away also as well if Wales are on top of their game they can take something off Croatia okay, the- of course they can,
3: yeah. They need they need to start off with the win against Slovakia. It's Slovakia yeah. at home, isn't it? Slovakia at home. They got to win that. They have mm. to win that. And and it's not it's not acceptable. For, and I'm not accusing him of this, but just in case ahead of time, in case it turns out that he is like this, you can't be a dilettante in this kind of thing. I think there's an element to that class of '92 generation mm. of Man United players. They they just assume want to do...
2: they know everything. Almost uh,
3: well. Not, not that for me it's just they want to do everything so they want to own, Sol- own Salford City they want to be pundits they want to be coaches it's, it's and the same they, reason they, why
1: like, David Beckham was not universe. like some LA Galaxy staunch like Riot Squad LA Galaxy fans don't understand why David Beckham's got a statue yeah, completely. every time an international rolled around he'd be, he'd be popping back to try and get in the squad well, it wasn't so even it that he was like, going or, off and playing OG's, for other teams in yeah, yeah. the missing parts of the season so, yeah. so you,
3: have, you have this situation where um, yeah, I know there was there was a, there was an issue with, with Oldham Athletic and, and the reason that skulls. Did what he did. He's there for a month. Gary Nell was at Valencia mm. for five minutes. He's coach England mm. for a bit under Hodgson. Now he's a pundit again. You know, Ryan Giggs wants to be an international manager, but he also wants to be an ambassador for the Champions yeah. League. He wants to, go,
0: but which he was over in South Africa fairly recently.
3: Yeah, doing do stuff. what you. Yeah, in, in a key time. Mm. Do if you're going to do the Ronaldinho thing. Yeah. Do the Ronaldinho yeah, thing. Yeah. It can work. Well, just work out what you do. Yeah. Well, post football career and do it. I
1: do fear that Wales are for all of the um, the success they've relative to their to yeah. their status and obviously size they've had in in international football, they do have a very small a very pu- small pool of cash to hand out to any prospective managers. So I mm. imagine any agreement that uh, Ryan Giggs had, I imagine would be something approaching a part-time basis. But he's not
3: short of money, is he? I know he's, he's not short of money. money. He shouldn't be doing it for that reason. Well, If he's going to engage in that job on that basis, he shouldn't be doing it. Mm, well, it's As simple as that, in my opinion. You know, I you, think
0: you'd get takers for the world. You know, it might not be top-end managers, but you'd... Uh...
3: Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, a,
0: right. it's a wonderful it's a, it's a wonderful mm.
1: project for someone rebuilding their uh, their career as a manager, I think, as a as a top who... tier international manager. But in Ryan Giggs's case, he's got absolutely he's got no portfolio, he's got no history, he's got no history as a manager, really. So mm. like, this is his one chance. So yeah, yeah. I agree. I think, he should, I think he should be doing it full time, and he should be leaving the commercial concerns for at least a couple of years. He, he'll he'll find a pot of cash once he, yeah. he gets. Yeah, it's fired not from as if
3: anyone's going to forget about who Ryan Giggs. No, was. exactly. <laughs> uh, Pete is half Welsh, to be fair, so he should be the we defer to on this. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, they're sixty six to one Welsh with. Three six five to win the Euros. Mm. Uh, Ten pound return six hundred and seventy pound, including stake. They've got to get there first, haven't they, Marcus?
0: Yeah, they do indeed. Better odds than Northern Ireland, you'd expect.
3: Uh, I could check if you want. It's, it's very cruel. Possibly, <laughs> I'm going to stick, I'm gonna stick Peter, out I'm quoting here. Quoting Michael well.
0: O'Neill, it's very cruel. Possibly the worst draw we could have got. Yeah, the words of Michael O'Neill. Do
1: you want the words of Michael O'Neill? Do you want the words of me? Uh, go on the then. Words it's going to be difficult. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's the most
0: uh, difficult draw
2: they could have got
0: yeah they're in with the Netherlands Germany Estonia and Belarus
3: yeah they're yeah. 500 to 1 <laughs> the is fine.
2: yeah I mean they are in this position where they basically have to win their first four games to even have an outside shot it's strange isn't it
0: that they have their games against Estonia and Belarus first yeah home and away home and away they've got those first four games and then their last four games against Netherlands and Germany yeah. have they
3: got a chance from the Nations League performers no they haven't they lost every single game <laughs> yeah. and this is the key. They're not the team that they were yes. when we saw them so impressively in the in the cycle that included Euro 2016.
2: Yeah, and also from such a small nation as well because of the, yeah. the pool of players. It, it, you, you know, you can put every sort of system in place to try and regenerate that and to try and sort of continue things as they are. But if the players aren't there, then you, it's going to fall down. And, and you have to do something else.
3: And didn't you, Michael O'Neill was talking about their, their home form and stuff, didn't he?
2: Yeah, and in, in uh, 20 qualifying games in the last four years,
0: they've got a win percentage of 60%, which is impressive, especially for a side with the population of...
3: I, I mean, one and half I mean going
2: back yeah. four years is almost irrelevant to right now though, yeah. as, as Luke says. But
3: the, the um the game that sticks in my mind from the Nations League is when they played Bosnia at home mm-hmm. and they absolutely battered mm, them. Yeah. They had twenty six shots to Bosnia's five. Uh, and 67% possession, which is a huge amount for a team like Northern Ireland. And against a yeah. decent
0: side, yeah. wasn't it? And not they, the best, but they're not bad.
3: And they lost 2-1. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, um, and, and they only scored their, their goal in the 92nd minute. I mean, I mean, I remember watching that game, and at that point, I thought that might have even been their first Nations League campaign, uh, Nations League game, and they never recovered from that. They lost their home to Austria, and were beaten away by both those teams. So, they're in a bit of a, a, bit of a rut at the moment, and as we know, I, I mean... When you get into that rut, if you're a team like Northern Ireland, you can't really refresh it. Who are you going to refresh it with? What players are you going to bring? Well, I sort of, I
0: understand it's it's quite convoluted, and we're not going to try and go into it too much. But with the playoff situation for the Euros, see, if Northern Ireland, if it was a case of finishing third. Well, they would. They, there's something to play for in that group, presuming that, that the Netherlands and Germany are going to finish in the yeah. top two. Whereas having had a pretty disastrous UEFA, well, they already know
3: their goose is cooked in the Nations League side of that. It, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, so do they get to a point if they if they get one point, say, from their first two games, they think we'll forget I, it. Exactly. I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure the way UEFA have, have set up the, um, the, the 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 playoff situation at the moment. We'll see how it pans out. Of course, but that was one of the good things about the Euros last time. It was size like Northern Ireland uh, in in the qualifying for 2016 there was an
3: incentive there because yeah, it was a top two but don't forget it? there's a count back situation so if the teams in the Nations League in their league mm-hmm. have all already qualified through the qualification mm-hmm. it will eventually and I haven't done the working out but in theory eventually it will fall on Northern Ireland because the other teams won't need to go in the playoff because they're already qualified. Okay. But in their situation because they've been so poor and haven't won a single game. Yeah. It's probably very unlikely it to happen. It is a bit unlikely, yeah. It might even be impossible,
0: I haven't checked. Um but they're against <laughs> uh yeah, they're against Estonia uh, this evening, I think. Got to win that. They've got to mm. win. Uh what about this look? Former Pompey keeper Mark Poom is uh, Estonia's goalkeeping coach, he's going to be there. Yeah, he was yeah. also... a
2: heading coach presumably. Oh,
0: do you remember uh, that header for yeah. for Sunderland against yeah. his old club mm. derby? Ballet. yeah It was it was like Duncan Ferguson and Alan Shearer (laughs) in one.
3: I think one nil down, weren't they? Yeah, my memory of Poom is sketchy, but I think he might be able to be filed along the old Pompey players who were just released and went on to be really good. Because I think he played a lot of his time at Derby, Mm -hmm. and he had quite a good career. And I think. We either let him go, or we didn't try very hard to keep him. We also had Zaliko Kalach as a goalkeeper who went on to play for Milan.
2: Yeah, Pum, so yeah, Pum actually did the season at Arsenal? He did. I think
3: he was, his yeah. Yeah.
1: he was third choice. he was. was, he, was be, he was going to be. Going, he was going to be gone. I think he's in the press this week actually, because obviously it's a bit of interest because of, uh, of him returning. Um, he um, was. He was. There was a bid from Manchester United because they wanted the second goalkeeper to go up against Fabian Bares as second choice right. <laughs> right. at the time. So right, he's right, like, right. oh, I could have been a could have been a star. It's, it's lovely a lovely job
3: in it sometimes with keepers towards the yeah. end of their career. We saw it with Mark Schwartz at Chelsea. Yeah, I've, yeah. Done, I've, I've done my time. Yeah. I'll take a lovely page to sit on the bench at Chelsea for a season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rob that. Green as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rob yeah. Green as well, yeah. Super, yeah. super. But Norfolk <laughs> I need to start off well if they, to have any chance. And you know what? If yeah. they can get their sort of mojo back and, and maybe take something out of those Netherlands and Germany games at home... You never know. The yeah, Netherlands are unpredictable. Germany are mm-hmm. in a state of flux at the moment. It's a big ask, but it's not impossible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, as Jim says, you know, those first four games are very
0: crucial. Mm. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. Um, I mean, Group I, Scotland are in there with Belgium, Russia, Cyprus, Kazakhstan, and San Marino. Slightly similar to Northern Ireland. Scotland playing Kazakhstan this afternoon. In fact, just a couple of hours after recording, they're going to kick off. And then San Marino on the weekend. So they'll be after two wins, of course. Mm, yeah. But they're guaranteed a playoff uh, through, um, to the Euros uh, as they won their Nations League group. So. If they need it, it's there for him. Exactly. Hmm. Hopefully they won't need it though. Yeah. You, th- you I mean, you fancy Belgium to, to win that group, but Russia, Scotland, both of them, you would I, expect I, it going for second place? Yeah. I
3: think um, that this is the best chance Scotland have had. Now, I know when, it, when the Euros was expanded, everyone seemed to have a much better chance because of course they did but I think given what's happened with Scotland in the, in the Nations League, this mm. is probably the best chance they've had. So. There were some... Predi- Talking
0: younger players, they've got a few coming in. And yeah. Likes and Ryan Fraser's been brilliant this, he this has, season in yeah. the Premier League.
3: There's been some sort of prediction model I was reading about earlier. You know, some brain the size of a planet doing prediction models for different teams qualifying, And they've come up with like Scotland has like a 60% chance of qualifying. So I mean, mm-hmm. I know there's a lot to be, dot football to be played, but it just goes to show you that really they've got a re- really, good chance. Yeah, yeah, I mean that group though, I mean, I can't claim to know too much
2: about Kazakhstan, but Cyprus, Kazakhstan and San Marino. And, and again, I know that Cypriot football is, is supposedly is, better than you might expect but they, they look like three gimmies don't they in, in a t- t- situation it's like It's going to
3: come down to a head-to-head between Scotland and Russia those two mm. games probably yeah.
0: Well if Kazakhstan good. can take points or, or, or Cyprus can potentially take points off Scotland they can take points off Russia as well Yeah yeah So <clears throat> we, we, we shall see in Group D uh, Ireland are in with Switzerland Denmark, Georgia and Gibraltar A lovely one Ireland are mm-hmm. against Gibraltar um, might be today actually it's certainly coming up soon uh, Yeah they play, they play them Yeah, yeah they I mean but, but, what, what can the Rock do? We'll listen,
3: Gibraltar are 40 to 1 with Bet 365 to beat Big Mix, Republic of Ireland.
0: Big Miko McCarthy.
3: Yeah, He's £10, pound, 10 pound returns, £410, including steak. Um, it would be a fairly inauspicious start to his regime <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, uh, if, he, if he followed up with a, uh, a defeat to Gibraltar.
0: Can you see that the Irish getting a, a late winner and McCarthy punching the air and telling them all to F off? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> it's great yeah. to have him after back. Play, in there. After playing 5 4 1
0: <laughs> and nicking a goal from a free kick. Well, I don't think we'll need a striker against no. this lot. <laughs> <No. you know. laughs> yeah, I'm from myself. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, speaking of all um, the UK and Irish teams, according to reports, the national football associations of said countries will meet tomorrow to discuss a potential bid for the 2030 World Cup. What do we think of this? A FIFA guideline state that World Cup stadiums must have at least forty thousand capacity for group games, sixty thousand for semi-finals, and eighty thousand for the opening ceremony or a match or final. So that obviously limits certain countries I'm surprised actually 40,000 for group games but then yeah. of course the recent World Cups you know Russia was a huge stadium, and, and yeah. same with Brazil and so yeah. on yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, there's a, but there is a, a rival bid uh, from a South American coalition uh, involving Chile Argentina Uruguay and Paraguay as potential hosts yeah. Uh, and, of, and of course, the, the, the original, the first World Cup in 1930 was hosted um, in uh, Uruguay. Yeah. I so. Um, and so there's kind of a little bit of symmetry there. Of course, mm. 100 years on the centenary World Cup in that part of the world. Mm. But then a bid, a
2: potential bid from from Britain and Ireland, I, th- I think would be... It would be strong, yeah. I think we're coming to the end of just single hosts. Aren't well, we, we are. are. I was, was going to say that. Did, to I, be...
3: did, I, did I dream this? Or, or was it the case that FIFA never used to favour joint bids? And they, and they were sort of begrudgingly dish them out. and you well, like the Japan same. and South
1: Korea. Yeah. Right. But,
3: but now it appears to be because of the logistics mm-hmm. involved and because of everything that's gone on, it appears like it's, the, it's de again. And, and, and
1: it, air travel as well is
3: so yeah. much easier nowadays, yeah, true. than it used
0: to be. Well, that's the great thing about having a, a UK and Ireland World Cup. You know, mm. it's, it's so small. You can get around yeah. easily. Whereas uh, the next, sorry, the 2026 World Cup in the US, Canada, Canada, Canada. Canada. <laughs> yeah. the US and Canada and Mexico. is. is a, there's an and, awful lot of travel there. And
3: that's got to be planned properly because yeah. there was a controversy around the 94 World Cup final where I think the Italian, well, I Itali- know the Italian team were based up in the northeast of the country mm-hmm. and the final was in California. That's right. And I don't think they were Properly planned for in terms of giving them time to. I, I remember we talked about it when we did a cut. We did a, a, a retrospective on it on this show. I think a lot of the Italian players were like we were just absolutely knackered Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember The race times. Like, like was on like one leg or something. Yeah. one of one of, of Roberto Baggio as well. Yeah, that's it. Baggio Yeah. Time yeah. difference is um, I think it's three or in four Eastern hours. Between, Coast, yeah. yeah I
0: think hours. there's yeah. It's definitely. I think it's four, four, four times. I think it's I think, yeah. four. Think right, might, yeah. yeah. Of course, the next World Cup though, not too much travel in Qatar. No. That would be absolutely fine. Although, Infantino wants them to share the the World Cup with a neighbouring country. Problems with that, of course, for political reasons. (laughs) Uh, Is the
3: neighbouring country Switzerland?
0: (laughs) 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 Remind me of the neighbouring countries. Ah, That's that's a no, that's a no. (laughs) no. (laughs) Um, Because he wants to expand the tournament to 48 teams Mm. in Qatar. Now, Qatar signed up for a 32-team World Cup. Mm. The smart... uh, people in the room think well they're not even capable of that yeah. so let alone another load of teams so he said well can't you just share it can't you just kiss and make up and it's yeah. kind of like Gianni <laughs> Gianni <laughs> how much is enough Gianni
1: <laughs> 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 quit while you're a bit behind we all want world peace but mate <laughs> yeah he's
3: a, he is a notable egg
1: though he is,
2: he is he a notable what's notable the league? plan in the end just like do away with qualifying and have the world cup just constantly happening all the time yeah, yeah basically yeah.
0: to challenge the, uh, for the for champions league the premier league the league all the rest of it get rid of club football international football is the way forward I think that's what they'd like
3: we get more sponsors would we <laughs> oh, well I'm up for it as well the World Cup's great
0: Gianni <laughs> get over there get yeah. the handshakes done yeah excellent right Luke what's our best bet with 365
3: well wow, Joshua Gibson is uh bidding for uncharted territory, guys, what? as we all know, and it falls in international week appropriately. Mm. I know he's uh, on his hat trick, um, after his win last week with West Ham beating Huddersfield and both teams to score 4 mm-hmm. 3, dramatic game. I had to go there, that's why I went there. I had, to, <laughs> I, had to, I had to sample the hallowed turf for myself after such a comeback and spend. Uh, I'll let Josh, yeah, I'll let Joshua take up the story. He says, Well, that was mighty close. Lucky Hernandez was there to do what he does best, must admit. I was not entirely thrilled to have to bet on the international fixtures as I have not had the best of luck in the past. But here goes. I've chosen a couple of games that include some European powerhouses. Spain v. Norway and Italy v. Finland. And for both of those games to have over two and a half goals. Ooh, Okay. So um, there needs to be three goals or more in both Spain versus Norway and Italy versus Finland. got a double, good bet. The double comes mm. in at 2.21 to 1. So £50 and £161. Uh, Joshua says hopefully we can banish the hat-trick hoodoo and uh, more importantly, win some money for charity. Uh, So yeah, that's two point two one to 1. Over two and a half goals in Spain v. Norway and Italy v. Finland. Uh, All proceeds go to Prostate Cancer UK, of course. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble. And for more information about responsible gambling, go to begamblerware.org. Pete is hoping it doesn't come in because he's going to have to do a load of audio for when we crown the ORE hat-trick hero for next week, Pete. Yeah, I've only got it, mate.
2: I wasn't clattering on <laughs>
3: so um, good luck to you Joshua that's the best bet everyone will be looking out for it we're all pulling for you mate and uh, we'll see what happens And we're we'll, not in the studio we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll update everyone on Monday
0: lovely old job Go. now ladies and gentlemen it's time for Going for Glow it's time for Goal. so
3: the heat is on and the time
1: is right it's time for you what you game are coming trying. trying to be the best of Hey, we're all going, we're going, we're going. Lord, Marcus did a sign with his hands at me. Naughty! Uh-huh. He's never going to be winning.
3: Got bare feet in the studio—that's
1: a disgrace. I got bare feet in these studios. Yeah, yeah. have you really? Yeah.
3: What? He just, no, it's it's he's, the summertime. Yeah, he just put his shoes back on when you sort of. He do. <laughs> March. <laughs> <laughs> it's March. Yeah, it's, it's officially. By the way, it's officially no longer winter. We've had the spring equinox. It, it's. I'm only wearing a jump. I'm not wearing a t-shirt. I'm not wearing a t- on. The oh, there top they are okay. This has got odd
0: Give me a your nipples A tweak for the lads Give <laughs>
1: me a tweak <laughs> 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 Right what's, what's going on Going for gold Right so the clues Come from a man By the name of Dave Feeney Hey Dave How you doing Going anywhere tonight He can't He's not going to Give us drink um, I was born On the 29th of March
3: 1972 <laughs> <laughs> Okay <laughs> <It's all sighs> you <laughs> laugh <mixes> <laughs> yeah. Could be anyone Could be oh, yeah. anyone
1: Stop Paul Merson no, uh, I won 94 caps, scoring 26 goals. I said Paul Merton. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 94 caps, 26 goals. How
0: yeah. right. many goals, sorry? 26. 26 goals. 26 goals.
3: How about that? In your own time, Donny. No one's got anything. Mm. All right, I've got tra- a okay, right. no, Stop.
2: Anders Limpar.
3: Lovely.
1: See, so Jim had did have something. So Is it right? Uh, it, it's incorrect. Then stop. Move on. Thomas go. Brolin. Incorrect.
3: Go on, have a go. Swedish. Stop, <laughs> S- Swedish? Yeah. Stop, Henrik Larson.
1: Incorrect. Uh, I'd have
0: gone Martin Darling. Yeah, why why darling. have you gone to Sweden?
1: I am uh, officer of the Order of Prince Henry. I've Googled this. It's, uh, it'd probably more accurately be called uh, the Order of Prince Henry K.
3: Ah.
0: So.
1: Mm, a bit of a clue there. There is a bit of a clue. Right. Stop. Luis Enrique.
0: <laughs>
1: Incorrect. Stop. Freddie Rincon. Incorrect. Stop. Nice.
3: Um,
1: Paulo Futra. Incorrect. I am uh, in the Fiorentina all-time 11 Stop. and... Rui Costa. There it is. What?
2: Jim Campbell wins. <laughs>
1: I was in the Nike advert Good Versus Evil with Ronaldo Maldini Figo Clivert and Cantona I started and finished my career with Benfica I am Rui
3: Costa as soon as you it was Portuguese and Fiorentina it was an absolute bun fight really? Rui. yeah Rui do you know fight. what yeah. the
0: annoying thing was my mind went Luis Figo no he didn't pl- Jim's got it yeah. <laughs> he's
3: also
1: in the AC Milan Hall of Fame and he's now 46 which I don't like to hear
0: mm. No, he he got, he's 47 got, this year he's That's got an amazing him. nickname which translates to something along the lines of the Weaver of Dreams or something like nice. that I'll
1: look it up Dream Weaver yeah.
0: Did oh, what a player Roy Costa was. Yeah. A, a, a beautiful number 10. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, he was, he was a phenomenal player. Played with his socks rolled down. His nickname's yes.
3: the Maestro, apparently. Is
0: it the Maestro? Lovely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Among other ones, I think.
3: The Loombotherer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can have your own nickname for him if you want. The Money yeah. Reaver of Dreams. All right. Yeah. Why Let's chuck that do in. It. There. Do he's, it. he's got it now. He's
0: yeah. got it now. <laughs> well, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Bet365. Oh, England are back, baby. I'll see you at Wembley, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. thank you, Donald. Bye. Thank you, Jim Campbell. See ya. And thank you, listeners. We'll see you on Monday.
3: This was a Radio Stakhanov production. <laughs>